Good morning. Welcome back to Chop for Time. I'm Devin, and we're here with the special guest, Kelly, and we have Sean and Thomas. We are going to be taking a look at this last week's message, a constant practice. But first, let's open up in a word of prayer. Thomas, would you open us up this morning? Certainly. Uh, Father, thank you for another opportunity to get together to discuss Sunday's message, and we pray that you uh, lead us in this conversation and that it is fruitful and, and helps not only those listening to grow, but us as well. In your name we pray. Let me just ask you that if you haven't subscribed yet, please hit that subscribe button and hit that like button. That'll get it out to more people and will as let you notifications when we come out with something new. So exciting message. Great job. Besides Kobe Bryant, you did a great Thank job you. out there. Uh, so yeah. anyways, let's yeah. take a recap and look at what you looked at with constant practice. All right. Yeah. So we, uh, we looked at, we, we've been in the book of Hebrews obviously. And, uh, you know, this passage, uh, of scripture, you know, at first it's kind of, I don't know, it's kind of intimidating, you know, looking at warning against apostasy is what the, uh, the English standard version says there. And some say warning against falling away and, and, you know, I, I looked at that and I thought, how do I want to look at this? You know, because, at, at, uh, you know, on the surface, it's easy to just think, you know, you're just going to come out there just firing Scud missiles, you know, and just, you know, you, you, you know, uh, I, shape I, up. Can I ask what a Scud missile yeah. is? <laughs> Break that down for us, brother. Well, that's a military term for, I don't remember, it's like the Iraqi war. They were shooting Scud missiles. I don't even oh, remember, okay. but yeah. it's We're going to pass on for yeah. that. Let's leave those elementary principles behind yeah, and I was, go on. I was not a uh, military. But, uh, <laughs> but no, uh, you know, just with, with Ben's message last week, talking about suffering, that we have a great high priest that can sympathize with us in our suffering, and we see that, that uh, it says in verse 8 there, in 5, 8, that, that Christ was obedient in his suffering, you know, because he suffered, he was obedient. And so that really changed the, uh, the mindset that I had going into this message, and so basically, it's just, uh, it, it's just, you know, in our suffering, we have a tendency to want to go to things for comfort outside of, of Christ, you know, mm -hmm. where we should go to things of God. And so really, it's just unpacking that, looking at this, this, this idea of, you know, when I'm, when I'm hurting, you know, or, or maybe when I'm not hurting, but am I falling back? Because the early, that early church was being heavily persecuted by, by the Romans and by the Jews. And so they they it was hard to be a christian in that mm. first century it's like we don't we don't realize how comfortable we have it in america today right. being a christian and how we don't we don't even think about it but they did not have it that easy and so so we have a tendency i believe to go back to things that might hurt us or damage us yes. when we are suffering and so this is just, I mean, it's just a warning to, to grow, to, to remain in Christ, to, to be hungry for God's Word, and to constantly be in practice of that. And not just of God's Word, but also just things of God. And so, you know, having, you know, looking at who your friends are, who you're hanging out with, what are you consuming, you know, on your social media accounts? What are you watching on TV? What's your entertainment? Mm -hmm. All those things contribute to if we will continue to move forward in Christ or if we're going to fall back, so... That's kind of the gist of it. 
Great stuff, great stuff. So I really enjoyed that uh, because it is important, you know, um, looking at, and we're going to go around and, and talk about what was, what stood out to us the yeah. most for that message, you know, and I'll just start with myself. Actually, I really enjoyed your allusion to Kobe Bryant. I know I'm teasing you about that right there, but it was because you talked about his habits. Yeah. You know, he, he didn't get up and he just, because he was such a good player, it was just like that. He practiced and then he practiced and then he practiced and then he practiced some more, you know, and um, that was just, you know, and then you brought that home by saying, hey, you know, how are you doing that in the word of God yeah. with God? Are you doing the same thing or is it just like you hit once a Sunday, you know? So right. really that's kind of what stood out to me. I'm like, man, do I want to be, uh, I want to put that much time in? Do I want to constantly practice the presence of God? So that was what stood out for me. Let's go to um, yeah. Sean. What stood out for you? Bro? Yeah. Also, I was on the Kobe, like just having that visual reference of, you know, th this is what Kobe had to do. He had to practice three times a week, right. you know, he did the basic things super, super well. I think another thing that I enjoyed from it was you gave tangible ways of doing that. You gave us the steps. You yeah. gave us the workout basically to, right. to follow that. What does this look like? Okay, here's what it looks like. Mm -hmm. Good stuff. Thank you. Thomas, what about you? What stood out to you? Uh, mine was really just kind of following off of what you were saying after that point was you, were, you talked about the difference between the spiritual people, like those who are on like the, the meat yeah. and those who are on milk is actually just doing it a lot, right? You, you sort of talked about like this idea of like being in constant prayer and, and having God as your constant focus is not like level 600 Christianity, <laughs> yeah. it's level one. Yeah. And the difference between a, a, a firm believer and a weak believer is they're just doing level one a lot. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not complicated, you know, right. we, and we act like that with a lot of things, you know, tithing and fasting and stuff like that. It's like, well, that's like, especially fasting. That's what the real Christians do. Yeah. Like, you need a big white beard for that. And it's like, no, this is like supposed to be normal. Like this is entry level stuff, yeah. you know, and uh, I, th I think we've lost that. So I was really appreciated that you brought that back in of like, this is supposed to be what it looks like. This isn't next level stuff. This is this is the mm. basics. Good. Right. That was a great point too, because you know, you're not a fanatic if you're pushing into the kingdom of God, but some people might label you that. And that's a, a struggle, you know, that that all Christians, you know, I don't want I don't want to be called a fanatic or you know, right. I'm like, man, you know, and really that is this is normal. We you know, we lower it down, you know, the dumbing down of America or the you know, yeah. the simplicity of, hey, you know, oh, you just gotta just sign on the dotted line and you're a Christian, man. That's all you need to do. Right. Going to heaven, you're good to go. So um great stuff. I think that we talked a little bit about since your message was kind of dealing with suffering. And, you know, that's a thing that we're all going through, obviously. Yeah. Jesus was perfected. He was, you know, his sac his sacrifice was perfected by his sufferings. Mm -hmm. So I, I just want to look at that. Let's take a look at the passage. And we ch chose another passage from Romans chapter 5, verses 3 to 5, that has some key elements that I think can really drive home um, what you preached on this yeah. week. So let's take a look at Sean, you got that one over there? Yeah. So Romans uh, 5, 3 says, Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings, because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character hope. And hope does not put us to shame, because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Let's talk about, there's, you know, some words, words glory, uh, perseverance, character, and hope. Four different words right there that we can all take. Let's take a look at the word glory. What does it mean to glory in your tribulation, John? 
Um, that's a good question because I think um, when we think about you know this tribulation, the suffering, it can be easy to pull negatives. Like yes. I, you know, um, for example, like we, we do pits and pearls to see how kids' weeks have been. And it's so easy for us to think of the pit. It's so easy for us to think of the negative. It's so easy what's been crappy about this week. Mm. But it's harder to draw out where the positives are. And I think glory is just reminding ourselves, yes, we are going through this crappy time. We are doing, you know, this isn't a good time, but I'm doing this for God. I'm doing this so I can be a better person. Mm. I can go and spread that gospel. I can go and help these people that are struggling as well. Good stuff. Thomas, what about you? What do you think about that glory in tribulations? Uh, Kind of what Sean was saying, I think when the Bible talks about glory, it's talking about one individual, right? And as soon as we try to remove, I I think as soon as we try to put glory in any context other than Christ, hmm. we've got it wrong, right? So whenever we're talking about glory, it's clearly something that we're supposed to be Christ-focused. It's either to do with us focusing on Christ or just to do with Christ himself. Hmm. Um, and I think, uh, like, when we, look at, when we look at Christ, his suffering was the ultimate display of his glory in, in a way, you know, and, and that maybe just gives us a, a framework for when we go through suffering is to remember the glory of Christ um, in in everything that we do, right? Um, and because uh, yeah, when we when we try to, you know, twist it or you know what Sean was saying, just focus on the negatives, um, it detracts from the gospel, you know. And that's one of my this is a whole other rabbit rabbit hole. One of my biggest pet peeves about a lot of ways that certain indiv- certain types of people preach the gospel, gospel meaning good news is it sounds like really bad news, <laughs> the way that some people preach it. And it's like, no, this is all about God's glory. This is a good thing. Um, and I think the moment we remove the goodness of it, uh, we've, we've got something wrong. Good stuff. Kelly, what about you? What, what stands yeah. out with the glory in, in that to you? Well, you know, I think it's a good point, too, because, you know, as, I, as you're preaching a message like this, at least for myself, I, I didn't want to lose that aspect that we are saved by Christ, you know, and not by our works. And I, and I was, you know, with the message like this, it, it can easily turn into something like do all these things and then you'll be, you'll be good. You won't fall away from Christ. That's why when I said that, uh, you know, the antidote to falling away from Christ is Christ, Mm. you know, and he holds us there, you know, and, and I wish I could have gotten into more, you know, of, of how the spirit, you know, guides us and leads us, you know, but I I had to just leave that up to, I mean, that's assumed, right. I'm speaking to the church, you know, but, but yeah, we glory in our suffering. It's like, man, it's like, it brings God glory when we, when we, uh, endure through our sufferings mm-hmm. and and it strengthens us too and so i mean there's a lot there you know it's it's something really to consider and it was really cool because i had this this woman that i uh, i'll remain unnamed um she came up to me sunday night and she said um she said you know it just clicked in my mind you know what you were talking about about how we all you know have that void that vacuum in us and mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that we're all made in the image of God. And, and it was like, it was so cool to see because, you know, to try to, to, to try to get that woven into this message was, was not easy. And so, but yeah, that glory of God, man, that uh, when we endure in our sufferings, it's, it's pretty cool. Amen. Pretty cool. I, I, you know, I, I look at it as a, 
you know, it's a paradigm shift. You know, we have to shift our focus yeah. because if I'm looking at, you know, you said what's, you said it earlier, you know, if you're looking at what's negative, that's all you can see. And then it just becomes sour. Yeah. You know, life becomes sour. Your moments become sour. You become sour. You know, and then ask my wife, you know, she, yeah, like, you yeah. know and that's like there. <laughs> so, um, but if I shift it, if I shift my view to look at, you know, Jesus, so we sang that song this last week, turn your eyes upon Jesus, look full in his wonderful yeah. face, and the things of earth will go strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. And there's that. So it is that that shifting. Hey, man, I, I need to look less at this and more at this. And and I think God is giving us a, a perspective shift by telling us these things in the Word of God. Let's let's talk about the next one. So the next one is the word perseverance or endurance. What do we what do we think about those? Let's start with Thomas this time. Perseverance or endurance, brother? Uh, yeah, you, you spent quite a lot of time on this because you, you talked about like our, the, the main t- title of the message, I suppose, was this uh, constant practice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, I think the interesting thing about that is we deal with constant practice of facing our sin, whether we want to or not. Yeah. And it's whether or not we actually endure mm-hmm. or not, right? We're, we're always constantly in practice, but it just varies how well we do, you know. And I was saying before we hit record, I was talking to one of our one of our youth a lot over the last few weeks, someone who's dealing with lust and really trying to overcome this struggle of lust and, you know, looking at other people inappropriately and letting the movie play in his mind and stuff like that, um, which is a huge thing to overcome. And he was sure. saying, like, he just feels like he can't walk down the street. He can't watch TV. He can't do anything because he's really wrestling with this stopping the movie playing or even wrestling with, am I even allowed to look at people or am I allowed mm-hmm. to notice somebody or yeah. like, where's the line and all this kind of stuff. And it, it really is something that is a huge part of our sanctification, right? This, this process of figuring out like how to go from, you know, not even knowing what to do to practicing enough to be able to say, this is good. This is bad. This is good. This is evil. Um, uh, we didn't really get into this. This might open up another big can of worms, but one, you kept talking about this idea of like practicing um, practicing this constantly to help us discern good and evil. And it really got me thinking about, you know, Genesis 3 when, you know, we ate of the fruit of good and evil. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of got me thinking a lot about like God didn't reverse it, right? You know, like that that whole thing is like we're, we're you know, the Bible's talking about us bring, being brought back to the garden, but... The difference is we still have that perspective of good and evil that we got from that from that fruit, but he's sanctifying it back to his perspective of good and evil, not ours, because that's like the main difference. Mm. We love to be obsessed with our own definitions of good and evil. Right. And I think the the constant practice is to remove our definition and focus on God's definition of good and evil. So even when we're going through something that we might think, well, this is evil, it's like God's like, no, this is good for you, mm. you know, and we get to yeah. sort of re- refocus. Amen. Um, perseverance, what do you think? Perseverance yeah. or endurance? Um, I think Thomas worded it great with the, you know, we all we all struggle or we all have that, um, you know, we can choose. How would you word that, Thomas? Because I am obviously <laughs> struggling. <laughs> I, I, Good stuff. I, I don't know. I said a lot of stuff. I wasn't thinking a whole lot. Yeah, it was talking about, um, oh, you're talking about how we have a daily choice to either persevere and push towards Christ or mm. fall back to that sin. Okay. We, I guess it's like, a, it's a, it's a constant, um, there's just a constant tension there nice. and we can either choose to live in that and f- keep falling back into that, or we can put our head down, dig our heels and start moving forward. Mm. And I think that, I think that's what it's saying. It's, you know, 
if you li- if you keep winning these small battles, it starts building that momentum, and that momentum just keeps carrying you through. Like, you know, I've read my Bible for a month. Okay, let's push for another month. You mm-hmm. know, it, you know, you get a roll. You know, you get yes. the momentum built up. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah. The the, uh, the constant practice, you know, uh, is huge. Um, what we're what we're consuming. You know what we're feeding on is is so huge. Like talking about the lust of this young man, and uh, when when someone is you know I've I've you know worked with people I've I've struggled with myself with lust and and when when someone has like a when they're feeding all this imagery this lustful imagery into their eyes, mm. uh, no wonder you know their their lives their their marriage is falling apart and sure. and and things like this because they're just training their mind in this this one way and so when you when you start to just pour in God's word into your mind you know and just you you have to just it's a you have to practice that you just have to build that up and and then you that's when you get that endurance you know it's like someone like in a marathon you know the the sporting event analogy again it's like you i i wouldn't be able to go out there and run you know 10 miles right now and it'd kill me but if i just started you know just small chunks you know like back to the basics like we're talking about just constant practice in the basic things you have to you have to do it like that it doesn't just come overnight like we were talking earlier you know, I'd love to, I always wanted to be a bodybuilder, but I didn't like working out. So, mm. yeah, <laughs> didn't work out for me. So, right. you know, it's just, that's just how things are. It's just unfortunate, but that's just the way the world works. We can't, there's no, there's no easy way. Amen. You know, and I, I look at that too, is that when we can see what God is doing in our lives, that settles us. You know, I think part of this passage that we're looking at here and in, in, in the book of Hebrews is how to be settled. You know, how to be constant, how to be in that place of settlement. Because if I recognize that God is doing something, he's, he's allowed me to go through something that he says in 1 Corinthians that he won't put anything on me that I can't right. handle. So I, then I allow myself to bear up underneath it. You know, and I think that's the key word right there. I'm, I'm bearing up and that's going to make me stronger. You know, I think that getting stronger, you know, we can go back to the Rocky songs, right? They're getting stronger. But, yeah. you know, the whole past is I'm getting stronger, and that's really important. So what, what happens when you get stronger? Well, it's the next, what's the next word? We got endurance, character. What is character? I mean, hey, you know, I mean, Bugs Bunny, or what are we looking at here? What's character? Let's start off with, we'll start with Kelly. What, what are we talking about character here? Character, man. Yeah, that's, you know, I always, this is funny. I finally have an opportunity to share this with the world. But character to me is, is when you get done shopping— and you put your you think about leaving your cart up against the car next to you, but instead you put it away in the cart <laughs> in the cart area. Thank you. That is good character right <laughs> there. <laughs> All you viewers All out you there make sure. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm talking about. Yes. You know, it it goes along with integrity, you know, and it goes along with, you know, how how are we are we true uh when no one's watching us? Are we the same person, mm. you know, when when we're this when when no one's watching and and when we're alone? you know, as we are on a Sunday morning. Yes. And uh, character is just, it's, it's a lot of things. It's discipline, you know, it's, it's, it's uh, honesty. And so um, in light of what we're talking about, you know, of, of this constant practice, becoming mature Christian, um, that's another thing where character is something that is, is built step by step. Because if you're just feeding your flesh, all the, you know, like go back to lust, if you're feeding your flesh lust, mm-hmm. you're compromising yourself. And so right right there your character is is shot. Right. Because that just flows into every other area of your life. Yes. 
something that I didn't get to say that I, that's one thing I, I, I wanted to say and I didn't is that, you know, the more disciplined you are in the Word of God, hmm. the more disciplined you will be in the rest of your life. Hmm. And I've seen that in my own life. My wife has seen it in her life. Um, it's just the more disciplined I am with, with the Word of God, the more disciplined I am in the rest of my life. And so, you, you know, if we look at character like that too, it's like it's something that you, you, we just don't, you know, it has to be built, I, I believe. Amen. So. Amen. Sean, what do you think? Character. Ditto. I mean, Ditto. I, he said it. He okay, said gotcha. it. He said it great. I don't. I don't think I could do any. Amen. Good yeah. stuff. All right, Thomas. You got anything to add to character over there? Uh, one of the things I was thinking about was like, uh, I think one of the biggest misconceptions we have about like good godly character is the word strength, mm. right? Because I think right. as we build in our in our godly character, we become strong, right? But that's not the same as being some sort of big old, mm-hmm. you know. Strong, dip bub, you know, sort of violent, aggressive type strong. Sure. Yes. And I think Jesus gives us a really good um, template for what it looks like to be strong. You know, yeah. Matthew 19 and Matthew 20 is all about the first will be last and the last will be first. Um, and, and about meekness and about being gentle in character, but having the capacity to push through. I mean, Jesus is the epitome of strong. You know, he, he had the strength not to get down off the cross, mm. he had the strength to tell Peter to stop attacking the soldiers. He had the strength to to put an end to things that I think our culture would say, well, it'd be strong to, yeah. you know, that would be a display of strength. It'd be yeah. to call angels down and get up off a cross. That's, mm-hmm. that's strength. But he was like, no, f- following God's plan is strength, even when it looks like weakness to the outside world, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's giving away more than people say that you should give away, whether it's... Um, you know, opening up your home and, 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 you know, letting people in who maybe culture would say, you're not supposed to let those people in, or you're not supposed to go to those places and hang out with those mm-hmm. people. Um, I think, especially in the parables, we're, we're just given a really good template from Jesus of what a strong, godly character looks like. And I think David as well. David's a fantastic example in the Psalms of a strong sense of character. It was great, great. Uh, you know, that is, too. God is producing something. And once again, if I can take a step back and realize from my trial, because it's hard. You know, hey, when you're in a trial, all I can think about for myself is my trial. You know, yeah. I don't like this. Yeah. This is hard, you know, and, and, and I can get irritated or get better, you know, bitter or better. You know, I was like that, you know. So and I, if I think, OK, I'm getting better, then, it, and that, then I can focus on what am I getting better? You know, one of the questions that I talk to my accountability partner every week is, what fruit of the Spirit is God trying to produce in me through my temptations? Yeah. And I think that's a key aspect, because that allows me to see a positive rather than just the negative aspect of my trial. So that helps me, you know, understand that God is producing love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness in me. He wants my character to be that of His Spirit and that of His Son. That's what He's done. So that helps me. If I can change my shift from thinking about me to thinking about Christ, it's different. Okay, so last word here. So we have that we glory in tribulations because tribulations produces um, perseverance and perseverance character. And last word, hope. Let's talk about this important, amazing word here. We'll start off with uh, Thomas this time? Uh, the gospel. <laughs> Back to you. <laughs> All right. Amen. So hope, let's go on. Sean, what do you think about hope? Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's so funny what, reading these verses because you can see the latter. You can see, okay, this glory produces, you know, um, the suffering produces glory. Glory produces, 
perseverance, perseverance, character, character, hope. Mm -hmm. And like you can see each how each one feeds into the other, you know, because once when we when we take in that good, when we when we focus our eyes on reading the Bible or watching like a like the chosen or we we are ingesting all the good stuff we need to. Mm -hmm. It just fuels that fire. It gives us that burning passion, that hope to that God is there. God is working in me and he is working through me. He is controlling. He is, you know, showing me what he wants, like what he wants for me. You know, he's pointing the stuff out. You know, I think um, I and, you know, with youth, we'd been we talked last week about, um, you know, when God doesn't answer it, we don't just give up. We we sit in that place and wait. We wait on the Lord. And what what should we do when we wait on the Lord is have the hope that he's going to show up. How do you have the hope? You you build the character. Mm. How do you build the character? You build the perseverance. Mm. And ultimately, it all starts with just because you're suffering now, you have to have a glory. You have to find the glory in it. You have to find the positives. Amen. Amen. Mm. Kelly? Hope. Yeah, hope. I... Uh... I have hope in Jesus Christ today. Amen. And that that's really, you know, cliche, but it's the truth. Like Thomas was saying, I don't I don't have hope that now that I've done all this basic training that that now I'm strong enough to to withstand suffering and 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 temptations and stuff. I I don't. Hmm. And uh like we said, it, that like I said in the message that those things that I listed for the person falling away from mm-hmm. Christ are the same for those that have been in Christ and Amen. close to Christ and pursuing Christ for years. It's the same stuff. It's the same basic stuff. And that's what I have hope in is, is, is in him, not in my abilities. Cause even after following Christ closely, I'm so, you know, I know that I don't have it in me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's only hit Christ in me that, that gives me the strength to persevere. Amen. So. Amen. Um, for myself, the hope, you know, I like it because once I make it through one trial and I've depended on Christ and I've had a, a shift, I can understand the next trial. I'm more hopeful, Oh yeah. you know, because I've made it through. He took me through the last one. Mm-hmm. He took me through the one before that. Mm-hmm. And he's taken me through this and he's taken me through my lifetime of trials and he's never abandoned me, never left me, never, you know, said, hey, I'm done. You, you failed the last one. Even if I failed, hey, you know, and I failed plenty of times in my test. Yeah. And, you know, he doesn't say, wait, hey, do you remember the last time you failed? I'm not, I'm not helping you this time. He's still there yeah. all the time. And I just love that he's there. It gives me courage to face. It. And I think that hope and the courage, you know, a man without hope is the most dangerous person in the world. Yeah. But if you have hope, man, you can cling. There's a light at the end. So I can run that last little, you know, few seconds. Um, anything else? Anybody else want to add uh, to that before we move on? Yeah, just oh. I, I watched a clip this morning. Uh, I was listening to to a, a podcast because, you know, I, I love podcasts. Um, and, and I heard a guy saying that, you know, one of the biggest differences between Christianity and other religions is other religions say do and Christianity says done. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's right. just a really big Amen point and that that's kind of why i sort of very quickly just said the gospel because that's where our hope is you know that it's done like like you guys are saying like this gives us a framework to do things but we do things because something else was done not because something needs done does that make sense Um, and i yeah i just think it's i love that that sets us apart you know um, and because i can't do it on my own so 
Good stuff. Okay, takeaways. Let's do takeaways from just this little passage that we looked at. Let's go. We'll start here and just work our way around. What do you take away, brother? Takeaway. You know, it's it's you know, this is another passage that it, you know, we could have talked about suffering and and it's just like it's it's just these basic things, you know, they build on each other. If you're, you know, if you're watching this and you're feeling like, man, I don't even know where to start, just start with the basics. Mm, amen. And and you know, glory and then that produces uh you know perseverance perseverance hope character if you want you know you man i'm never going to be you know i'm never going to get over this struggle yes man it's the basic stuff i mean it's just all the same it 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 is it's that that basic you know it's the christianity like i said you don't need it it's there's not a higher level of christianity amen to that just the basic stuff you grow you will you'll build that character good stuff sean yeah, I think a takeaway for me is um, noticing how to pull, how to keep glory to God in my suffering, hmm. how to not fall back into the, well, I hit this wall, I'm not going to climb over, I'll just sit in it, I guess, you know. Yeah. Um, I think just finding that and, you know, going back to the basics. Okay, baby steps. Where do I need it? What do I need to do here? Mm-hmm. How is this, uh, how is what I'm going through right now going to, affect me on down the road why is god giving me this what can i pull from this mm, amen thomas uh takeaway yeah i i appreciate that just that this that again you know our our faith gives us practical application for how to deal with suffering right it's not just about it's not just about getting to heaven it's about what do we do while we're here yeah. and god doesn't leave us alone while we're here you know, and and I think all of this very much ties into it, like the end of Genesis, you know, like, you know, with the brothers of Joseph, of, yeah. you meant this for evil. God was able to use this for good. Yeah. And same with the devil in all of our lives. He's intending it for evil. God's like, I'm just going to turn that around mm-hmm. and use it for good, which is such a blessing that we have a God that can do that and does do it. So good stuff. Um, you know, there was a passage right there at the end that I just kind of just clicked into my mind as we were going through. It says, and hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Yeah. And I think that, that, that that's the key issue right there. You know, when I realize how much God loves me, I realize that he loves me more than anything. He sent his son to die on the cross for my sins, and he's got the best in mind for me. Yeah. That's the key issue. When I can realize that, man, what I'm going through is not that bad because I know God loves me. And I think that's the the key issue, man, that God loves each one of us and he's got a plan in the midst of I don't know what it is. And sometimes, yes, it is hard, you know, and I haven't won all the time. I haven't made it through successful trials at times. I've gone back, you know, I just love that honesty that you have right there. Hey, sometimes I just like to sit there too. So good stuff. Um, I want to thank you so much for joining us today. Been such a blessing having you. Thank Keep you. preaching those awesome messages, brother. Well done again. Uh, thank you for joining us out there again. If you haven't subscribed or liked, please hit that like. And if you have any comments or questions, please just type them below, write them below. If you need to contact somebody, please contact us at FCCGrayson.com or give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. If you don't have a church family yet, we would love to participate with you and grow in the love of God and the grace of God's together. With that, let's uh, let's close out in a word of prayer. Father, we thank you. We thank you for this time. We thank you for this day. We thank you for just the blessing of being able to share in your word, to be able to be encouraged, to be able to understand, hey, Lord, there's things that we go through we don't know 
why we don't we can't but lord we just know that you have you have something for us that you love us and that there's nothing that you're not with us that we can't handle together and we just thank you for that in jesus name amen Amen.